are now listening to The Perfect Prana with Kaya Ann. What's poppin'? What's good? I'm Kaya Ann. You're listening to The Perfect Prana Show, where all I do is talk about yoga. So if you like yoga, this is the place to be. And if you don't like yoga, then you're still in the correct place. (laughs) The usual rundown. But before we get into all of that, let's center ourselves. It's Saturday and Sunday morning for a lot of you, or maybe you're just listening at your own leisure. I know when I listen to the show, it's Saturday morning. And yes, I listen to my own show. When I listen to my show, it's Saturday morning and I'm just leaving out to teach my yoga class at the gym. And I like listening to my show before my class. It it always puts me in a good mood. But anyways, back to centering. It doesn't matter where you are. If you're in the car, if you're in the house, if you're sitting by a cat and chilling with the mouse, (laughs) maybe you're on the way to teach a yoga class. Maybe you're on the way to take a yoga class. Maybe you are on the way to live your wildest dreams. I don't know, but wherever you are, let's find our center. Let's bring awareness to our breath and to our bodies. So go ahead, plant your feet on the ground. If you're sitting up or standing up, if you're laying down, then just lay down. Everything's an offering or an option. Nothing is forced. Whatever you feel comfortable with, whatever is in your practice, these are just suggestions. And this is really just what I'm doing. So first, I'm going to plant my feet on the ground and place my hands in my lap and face my palm upward like I am receiving a gift because I am. I'm gonna create a nice strong line all the way from my tailbone to my crown. Bring small movements to my fingers and my toes, my phalanges, (laughs) and just recognize that they're there and that they exist. I'm gonna thank them for doing so much for me. Then take a deep inhale through your nose and let your belly fill up and then exhale through the nose, pulling your belly button in toward your spine. And as I keep focusing on my breath, I'm gonna relax my face, relax my eyebrows, unclench my jaw, And just keep focusing on that breath. Keep focusing on that prana. Prana translating to breath, as in the breath of life, our energy, our life source. Many translations. But it's never a bad time to breathe and to center. Yoga news. And I'm going to say trigger warning. 
This is a crime story that involves murder. So if that's triggering for anybody, then, you know, you could skip ahead or just tune it out or, you know, (laughs) yoga is making headlines. And this is what the headlines are saying. Murder suspect yoga teacher trained for her escape from jail for months. She made it one block. (laughs) Okay, so let me give you a full rundown of the story basically I guess about a year and a half ago there was a woman a pro cyclist Mariah Wilson found fatally shot in a friend's home in Texas the police they questioned Caitlin Armstrong who's a yoga teacher they questioned her soon after they questioned her she basically fled the country to Costa Rica. Caitlin had a man. I forgot his name, but whatever. Uh, Caitlin Armstrong, the killer yoga teacher, as the news stories have been calling her, she had a man and apparently her man was having an affair or something like that. There was some little love triangle going on. There was some drama. He was sneaking around driving this woman mad. (laughs) But it's all alleged. I guess she hasn't been found guilty yet. The police were suspecting that she stalked and murdered Wilson because she didn't like that she was messing with her man, I guess. Unfortunately, she lost her life. Yikes, that is a real big oop. (laughs) It's not even an oop. I don't know what to call that. That's, That's horrible. After the police questioned her, she fled to Costa Rica and then it took them 43 days to find her. They brought her back and they put her in jail. Immediately, she's being charged with first degree murder. The news story doesn't stop here. The crime case does not stop here. This lady, she tried to escape jail. There's footage of her training vigorously, like running, doing squats. They said she was um, doing yoga, physically training to escape jail. So she pulled some tricks, she got in the right place and did all this stuff. Then she tried to like run away from jail basically and she did escape but I guess she made it one block yeah she now faces an escape slash causing bodily injury charge hmm. she's probably going to be found guilty on all the charges because there's just too much evidence and then it's like really suspicious that she really fled the country like literally she just picked up and yeeted like <laughs> they said she got a no job and like really tried to change her appearance and she tried to like set up a whole new life in Costa Rica. I guess this kind of goes with the Halloween theme because it's like a crime story. (laughs) But this is actually horrible. This is like people's real life and I'm like this is a lifetime movie. My thoughts are, this is bad press for yoga. This makes yoga teachers look crazy. (laughs) Like, oh, they're on some weird stuff. Like, nah. I just, it's so crazy that she did that. And she planned it out. She put a lot of thought into this. That just was not very cool of her. (laughs) 
technically this is a a sin <laughs> a yoga sin it is a spiritual practice and yoga has ethical principles just like any other religion and they're honestly kind of all the same there's eight limbs of yoga and the first two are yama and niyama and these are ethical codes yama are ethical codes of conduct for how you treat the world and one of the codes is ahimsa which is non-violence there's a lot to cover with you know the other codes of conduct but that's one of the codes of how to treat the world is being non-violent she definitely was being violent if she shot this girl stalked her and shot her because of a little love triangle like the girl didn't deserve that i hope her boyfriend the guy that she was with feels really bad because i mean she shouldn't have killed her at the end of the day she should nobody should ever do that that's not like a good justifiable thing to do but he definitely shouldn't have been dishonest with her sneaking around and lying and whatever else he was doing obviously he didn't know who he was dealing with and that's why that's why you have to be so careful about how you treat people and the things that you do because you never know who you're talking to like some people can be very fragile and very affected by others in the energy that other people put out. So it's important to treat everybody well. <laughs> it's so cliche, but it's so true. This girl was crazy though. I'm sure that she is experiencing the consequences of her actions, rightfully so. Rest in peace to Mariah Wilson. Seriously, sucks that she lost her life. Anyways, on to the personal yoga news about my personal journey. I took my first yoga class the other day. Like I haven't taken a class in a while. Been doing my own practice at home as usual. Also, I, um, I've been teaching classes, but I haven't taken a class in a while just because honestly, my foot injury and then time just gets away from me. I cannot have time and that is the hardest thing for me to grasp at time <laughs> at times is that you know time is just gonna pass me so I better do what I want because it's not gonna stop yeah so that's uh, enough about that but yeah I did take my first yoga class the other day it was a very easy slow paced class suka class very nice and easy the teacher was lovely it was hard to balance on my left foot i i can barely do balances on my left foot i like taking yoga classes because they inspire me i take note of how they're teaching the movements and postures that they're doing, the cues that they're giving. And then that helps me because I can carry that with me to 
teach. Yesterday, this was really fun. I was practicing handstand, of course, and I'm still on the wall, but I can see improvements. I've been seeing a lot of cues online to help me out with it, but I was practicing handstand and I was singing at the same time. <laughs> like I was trying to sing while upside down and that added a whole different element of, oh my gosh, <laughs> it was actually really hard. It's just so crazy being upside down to have the same connection to your body and to even your mind. The first time that I was upside down, handstand on the wall in YTT, she kept telling me like, do this with your feet, do this with your feet. And like, I could not get my feet to do what I wanted my feet to do. It was crazy, like I was trying, but mentally, like my feet, I'm telling my feet to do this, but my feet just aren't doing it. It's so interesting being upside down. It changes the world. It's the world from a whole new perspective. But trying to sing and do it, it made me use my core a little bit more. Yeah, it was a fun experiment. I might add that to the practice. <laughs> Let me just bust out in a song right now, especially during a handstand. It was invigorating. It's the most exciting part of my day. <laughs> Yoga heals. Amy is my friend from YTT, yoga teacher training, and she has such a lovely bubbly, funny personality. And she's an amazing teacher. Honestly, I was really shocked by the way you switched in training when you would start teaching. I teach yoga tonight at Centered. I actually looked into teaching because when I first started my YTT, I was like, I think I would be so good at like core power or at like more corporate yoga place. And so I was like, yeah, I'm going to do that. And Paris and I talked about it a lot and I went, they had like a workshop kind of like a, Oh, this is what the audition will be like. Cause you have to audition. I was like, okay, I'm going to go to it. And at first I was really grumpy about going to the audition or the um, practice workshop thing. It was three hours from five to 8 PM on like a Thursday night. And like your girl teaches high school special education. Me time is very important. But I was like, no, I should just go and see. And I'm so thankful I did because I hated it. Number one from like where you and I did YTT, so different, so different from like the corporate yoga world. These exact formulas, exactly like it's a script and you have to memorize a script. And I didn't know because I did not read the fine print that it was that script heavy. So I did not have it memorized. So I like embarrassed myself in front of like 10 people and I didn't like the script. And then I went to a different place. It was a different corporate yoga place in Chicago that focuses on like heat, heated yoga. And that wasn't great either because it seemed more of like a workout class. Like, so I took a class and I was like, I don't feel very centered or yoga one I feel hot and gross and I really don't like hot yoga number two I was like oh my gosh I didn't feel like a true authentic connection like the mindfulness and the body awareness together it felt more like Pilates when did you start practicing yoga and why do you still practice yoga when I was in third grade I had terrible anxiety so um for background reference I am adopted and 
I think like growing up, I had some pretty bad separation anxiety. Like I could barely get through school, like first and second grade. I would just cry the whole time. And my mom was like, she's got to do something. She's got to do something. So my mom was like, I just think she needs to find something that can like help her like be calm and just like breathe. That was like the whole goal. And that was actually, I did like a little kids, it was called like yoga kids camp. And it was like a summer camp and it was like three days a week. We did yoga for like three hours. And it was actually great. But actually, I was a dancer at the time too. And I danced at Joffrey for a really long time, studying ballet and all different types of dance. And I've always really liked movement. And in like high school time, I was like oh, a professional dancer. And I did the whole dance thing and um, danced in college, was one of those like sideline cheer dancer palm girls after like college I was like oh my gosh like I'd always like in college and high school like done yoga on the side but not as heavily as I did dance after college I was like I'm done with the dance world like I can't I can't at the I finished teaching and coaching a dance competition team and I was like it's been real this is too much mental strain I'd always been like doing yoga on this side in college our school offered like most schools free yoga classes and I was like oh I really like it and I toyed with the idea maybe I should get like my certificate so I could like teach here at the school and never did it found a job teaching dance after college I was like no we're doing it we're, we're gonna do it and we kind of sat on it for a bit I started my first year teaching it was really stressful I did yoga on the side at home just like on YouTube videos or classes I'd pop into the core power because it was like literally across the street from me at the time. And then my friend got her yoga certificate. And I was like, I can't believe she had the audacity to do it before me. And so that I was like, no, I have to go get mine. And so I was like terrified because I was like, oh my God, we're supposed to do all this in a month. But I was like, this is the only time that's going to work for me. So I guess long story short, I've always had yoga, but more so in my like later, later adult life at the ripe age of 24. <laughs> I've been doing it more frequently and using it more as more of a emotional and mental connection and less of a like workout. You said as a mental and emotional connection. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? Time that I get to, I'm very bad at spending time alone, like with myself. And I feel like dance has always been like, oh, I'm okay spending time with myself. I felt like beautiful when I danced. My mind was just like clear. And I was able to like express emotions through dance that I like couldn't in like words. And I feel like yoga has kind of like done and served that same purpose. Just being able to sit with tough emotions because sometimes it's like, you know, hard to just sit with the hard emotions and just sit there. But yoga kind of like allows you to open up that space for yourself to be in that vulnerable position. I think it also allows you to be focused on you which can be really hard sometimes. <laughs> so at least for me, it's so hard. Well, I could be doing this, but I could like, like also like, what am I going to make for dinner? But what I'm like, and yoga kind of gives you that opportunity to be like, okay, let me just think about my body and my headspace in this warrior too. And that's all we're thinking about right now. I went through a time period in life where I was embarrassed to dance or like to even move at times because I was embarrassed in like my body. Like, man, I probably look really silly doing whatever it is. I've just found myself really getting into yoga and feeling like 
that beautiful and all free and flowy how you feel when you dance yeah so yeah. It, it is truly a nice experience I do it when I'm alone a lot too like if I don't know what to do I'm like okay I guess I'll just <laughs> I'll just do some yoga thank you so much for sharing your story I just remember talking about our stories and kind of like who we were how we got to the points where we got to in training I love hearing everybody's story but I guess that kind of inspired this section for the show Yay! Well, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. As a yoga teacher, this is the tradition on the show. Before we go, I need you to cue us through a quick breath, a pranayama. Can we my dogs? We'll be inspired by my dogs. And honestly, I did this. I don't know if we did this, honestly, at um, Yoga View, YTT, but when I was little, we used to call them bunny breasts. And I don't know. I was just like instantly drawn to them. So the way that it works is you're going to breathe in through your nose. And when you do so, kind of pretend you're smelling like soup or as we were taught as children, you're a little bunny and you're sniffing, sniffing, sniffing. So we're taking about five to 10 sniffs as we inhale. And then as we exhale through the mouth, releasing all of our good smells back out into the universe. All righty. Ready? So taking a moment, finding yourself being centered and breathing in through your nose with little bunny breaths. Exhale through the mouth. One more time. Inhale. Exhale through the mouth. Wonderful. Amazing. Thank you, Amy. Namaste. Namaste. <laughs> Weekly wellness challenge. Last week, I challenged myself and you all to practice affirmation, prayer, mantra every single day. Did I do that? Of course I did that. But something that I realized, it's not necessarily practicing it for me. It's the time for me. I asked you all on Instagram, on my story, when's the best time? to practice prayer affirmation mantra in the morning, before bed, before you eat, in the shower, before you leave the house, you know, I don't know. It just, um, I guess it all really depends, but my issue was is having a set time to do it. I have such a weird relationship with time and with my schedule. It's sickening. I don't wake up at the same time every day. I don't go to bed at the same time every day. Is there anything that I do at the same time every day? I'm going to keep struggling with this until I get it right and have a breakthrough. And that's okay. I know that I'll change when I really need to change, but it's something that I'm aware of and like, huh, I could definitely do better with gaining control of my time. You know, I still did it. You know, sometimes I did it when I was in the shower. Some and, and I prayed. That's what I do. I pray. So I, I didn't have a problem doing that. 
sometimes in the mirror i don't pray in the mirror though because that feels weird i will say an affirmation in the mirror one of my wednesday classes i remember saying that oh this class like i've been really shaky in this class and just haven't had the same magical experience teaching my wednesday class as i have with my saturday class before my Wednesday class, I was nervous. I went and looked in the mirror and I said, be confident. I pointed to myself. Yes, very dramatic. Like I I went in the bathroom, I looked in the mirror and I said to myself, pointed my finger at myself, be confident no matter what. And I went and taught the class. I felt like it was a great practice. I had a great time teaching the class. I felt more confident <laughs> seeing an impactful affirmation prayer mantra really is a game changer because it does change my beliefs about myself what I would like to see more from myself is a set time and I want to be like yeah as soon as I wake up in the morning but I have to wake up in the morning like every day and uh, it's hard <laughs> but I can do hard things but man that's really hard so it's something I really have to work at and over time I will get better with time. This week's challenge though, I've come to realize I've been avoiding balance postures. And of course I have. It's understandable why I have. I went through a very traumatic injury on my left foot. My left foot's still a little tender. It hurts sometimes. And if I do something weird or whatever the case is, but it's made so much progress versus where it started. Now I'm ready to exercise my balance more. The challenge, the weekly challenge is to practice a balanced posture every day, five to 10 breaths on both sides. And of course, my right side is super strong. It's always been like that. My right side has always been stronger and my left side has always been weaker. So it's crazy that it's my left foot that's injured. <laughs> I guess it's not that crazy, but I'm gonna practice a balancing posture every day. Bring back balance to my life. Something I feel like I've been struggling with the past weeks is work-life balance. That's been a struggle. Maybe practicing the balancing poses will help me bring balance to myself. And it'll definitely help my left side get a little bit stronger. I am going to have to modify things for my left side and I've been doing that. I'm going to have to do that, but I'm ready to really focus on these balancing postures. So on the left side, I might have to use the wall or if I have a prop or something, I might just, just use it. I have no shame. Like it is what it is. We're all dealing with imbalances and that's perfectly normal and natural. But that's why we practice. We are always trying to bring everything back to balance, bring everything in harmony. I will be posting on Instagram, of course, of me doing a balanced posture. And you can see me fail as well. <laughs> I'm going to focus on being mentally balanced with my work and with my personal life 
And then I'm also going to focus on being balanced with my body. I want to try to balance it. I know that it's going to take way longer than a week to, but it's good to start trying now. So, well, before I go, of course, you know, I'm always going to end with a quote. And the quote for this week is just be yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's the quote. <laughs> I didn't get it from anywhere in particularly. I mean, my dad always tells me to just be myself. <laughs> and, you know, it's a very cliche, common saying. You've heard it before. We always need to be reminded to just be ourself. Honestly, this is universal advice. Anytime anybody says a lot to me and I really just don't know how to respond and they're saying, oh, this, that, da, da, da. And I'm like, well, you know, just, just be yourself. <laughs> but seriously, because yourself is amazing. Sometimes that saying brings on a lot of introspection because it's like, who is myself? But once you find who yourself is, then there's a lot of power in that because when you're being yourself, then you start attracting people and things that align with who you are. And I always say, be yourself and share it with everybody because you never know who you're talking to. You never know whose life you're going to change or who might change your life. So share, share yourself. I've definitely gained a lot in my life just by talking about what I want to do and what I like, who I am, and just sharing that with others. And I've met amazing people that way and have gotten amazing opportunities. It's amazing. <laughs> but seriously, just be yourself. That's it. That's all. That is the quote. And I am ending out this show. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Perfect Prana show on 88.1 FM WCRX. Yes, I am on Apple. Yes, I am on Spotify. So thank you so much for listening. I'm here on WCRX Saturdays and Sunday mornings, of course, 10 a.m. and 9 a.m. And you can listen at your own leisure if you choose to. I'm so blessed to be here with you guys another week. With that being said, may the divinity in me bow to the divinity in you. Namaste.